0: In creating your own excellence, we join back up with Pearl Tusi, talking about inventing ceilings to break and how no one can set those limits but yourself. This is Deep Dive. I think it's a very important thing to teach our kids. You know what I mean? Because we're in a generation where people are important posing their thoughts on everybody. So you're confused as to what my actual thoughts are because there's so many opinions about your work. I was like, wait, hold up. I didn't feel about that. everything we do. Yes,
1: exactly. Yeah, so you know, I'm I'm happy that you've spoken on that. I think it's so important. Like I keep saying even with the Mac deal or oh, this my Mac stuff, even with the Mac deal, I was just like, you know, enough of this first black whatever, or this first woman, whatever, I think women need to realize, and this is something I used to say long ago, but I used to sound like a hater, right? People thought I was being a hater. And I was like, no, guys, the more we, we try to be the first black, whatever, the more we are making people feel like we are equal to them. And being black or being a woman is, is, is greater than being equal to somebody else. Do you understand? Mm. Let that sink in. Mm. Being a woman or being black just being yourself you, you can't be like trying to be equal to something else and for me I wanted to be like you know what as a black woman let me create a bar that no other human on this continent possibly in the world has ever done you understand so mm. I'm going to do something no one has ever done to show a black woman that she can be something someone else has never been before and we can start having the first white man to do a netflix series in africa and lead it Do you know what i mean Mm. because those are the type of stories we need to start telling girls that actually where they put glass ceilings for you get out of there go create your own atmosphere where there's no ceiling and the sky's the limit do you know what i'm saying Mm, mm, mm. so we've got to start teaching especially young black kids that type of mentality now you are greater than being equal to a white or a male counterpart you are greater than that you are better than that go and show them what you truly are
0: and and this has been my narrative from day one i didn't go into any room saying female artist it was artist period because then when you say female artist you've already put that ceiling You know what I mean? And that ceiling is going to put you in another space where there's just a box because this is the box for people who belong in this box. And you can't belong in this other box because this Mm. is the box that we've put you in. And it's one of those things where we need to start, as you said, creating our own atmosphere of greatness and our own standards of greatness and our own levels Mm. of greatness. And then uh, that whole conversation is going to fizzle away because there won't be this box anymore to place people or women or Black mm. women
1: or people in general, like people, you know what I mean? And um, it's important to create our own spaces of excellence. Yes,
0: it's very important. And I, one of the prayers that me and Ro have pray all the time is that, God, please give us the spirit of excellence. The spirit of excellence will put you in a place that is so far off, so far detached from what is understood to be normal or understood to be typical or to uh, you know you're just autonomous as an excellent person and the conversation is not in comparison to which is a big sickness in our society as well or in um relation to you know what i mean so all these things are very important to have you know to speak on because what will happen from these situations or have happened in the past is that we breed fear in the lives and in the minds of young Developing humans or the people, the generations to come in, fear is crippling. And it's not, God didn't design humans to be fearful. That is the devil's, the devil, mm-hmm. the devil brings fear. God doesn't, Amen. We, we weren't, no, it's not, it's not God's work. So, you know, when I speak of fear and getting out of the box of creating our own lanes, creating our own um, spheres of excellence, what do you, how did you become so brave? How, how did you? Get out of the mindset of the people who are obviously around you and around us. And how did you become your own thought leader? And what inspired you to say, you know what? Ooh, no, I'm not going to do this this way.
1: Oh, wow. I think, you know, that's a beautiful, that's a really, really beautiful question. Mm. You know, I think back as you, as as you were speaking, I think back to when I was a teenager and I just started modeling, there was a lot of stuff that scared me going to the taxi rank late at night after a photo shoot. um, My mother had passed on, I think at that stage, no one to pick me up, even if she was around and my dad was around, they might've been busy. And I would even sometimes be like, literally get to the rank just before the last taxi would leave. There was no Uber back then, even if I had the money, you know what I mean? And like a public taxi in South Africa is literally like you make a sign for where you want to go and then you get in, you wait. There's a long line. It's dark, it's cold. And I'm working, but I'll get home and be shouted at just because I know my parents were afraid something happened to me. Maybe my phone battery went flat. There were no power banks. Um, Or maybe I didn't have airtime or whatever. And I think back to how brave I was back then because there were times when I was afraid. But, you know, lately very little scares me. So I wonder if I'm brave in the first place. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Maybe I just have a huge amount of of confidence and self-belief of where I want to be, but there have been things that made me afraid. And usually when it it scares me, it means I either definitely should do it or definitely shouldn't do it. And I then have to search the intention in my heart of what it is I'm doing and why I'm doing it Mm -hmm. so that I can find the right answer of, whether I'm being brave or I'm just being rebellious, because sometimes there can be a big difference. But I think from when I was a young girl, I always just thought whatever is beyond what I'm scared to do right now can't be worse than where I am right now. So let me just jump and figure it out. Um, because I remember looking around me as a kid and thinking, I don't want to live this life forever. You know, it's beautiful to live in the hood. It's great to live in the hood to grow up like this. But I want something different for myself. I want something way beyond where I am and what people think I can achieve. And I was always laughed at for dreaming pretty big. So when it happens when you're 13 years old, 12, 12 years old, by the time you turn 25, 30, you know, you're trying to see what you can't actually do at some stage, Um, but being brave, I'm not the best person to answer this type of question, unless if I speak of when I had imposter syndrome, but that just kind of like, and I still kind of have it, but it pushed me to work so much harder to to prove to myself that I'm worthy of this opportunity, that I'm worthy of this moment, because I've never felt worthy. Um, I was always told I'm only getting work because I'm light skin, or I'm only getting work because I'm pretty. You know, There's always some other excuse for why Pearl succeeded in South Africa. It be your own, girl. It be your own, my nigga. Yeah, they <laughs> then, say the Messiah is never accepted at home, eh? Hmm. There's always another reason of why Pearl did well. Not, so for me, I think that drives me so much that there's no validation Apart from the results that is good enough for me. Do you feel like you seek validation from outside sources? Do you feel like that's still something that happens? To you? No. What I'm seeking, how I'm seeking validation is, is my ancestors and God, both. Mm-hmm. Um, and by ancestors, I'm talking about my mother, my grandmother, and everyone who came before them who didn't have a great time for me to have the time I have to live in such a time as this. Because it's quite a time to be alive right now. So validation, yes. I For years in my career, um, working shows that were apparently below my league on radio, I remember, because I wanted to earn the respect of the other DJs. There's so much I don't do that I want to do because I'm scared the experts in that industry won't respect me. So I go and do the work in, in closed doors. Then I come into the light feeling equipped and empowered. But what I've learned now is that you just have to do it. Just do it. You'll figure out the rest as you go. Of course, you're going to get judged. Of course, people are going to talk, but there's nothing you can do. There's something that happens when you turn 30. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm. Something happens 29, 30. Something just says, no, actually I don't have a lot of time. (laughs) Let me just go (laughs) and do what I want to do. Um, so yeah, but I, I, I did have a serious phase of like validation, validation, but not specifically from social media. I've always seek validation from people I believed were experts in that industry, but not knowing that the same experts are seeing the potential in me and may want to dumb it down. So sometimes your, your people you love and trust are the ones that are going to push you down because they want to feel high. And sometimes a lot of people don't know how to feel special without putting someone else down. They can't rise above that, or they can't be a leader in something. So if you just hold other people back, then at least you can still feel like you're at the front. And that's what I realized could also happen when you, when you rely too much on validation from people who have been doing something longer than you have. You Mm -hmm. just have to be brave and trust yourself and sometimes just act blindly, but, um, you've got to go for it, babe. It's scary. You know that first time you stand up for yourself in the industry? I don't know if you remember that time where you stand up to an exec or you stand up to a director. It's like scary and exhilarating and, 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 and liberating all at the same time, especially when you are black and you're a woman on set, when you're not allowed to have an opinion and you also you're not empowered enough to have an opinion, but you do it anyway. I think that's what's going to create And break down the barriers so that our children develop fears for things much bigger than what we were afraid of in the industry at this time. I don't Mm. want my daughter, if she decides to be an actress, to still be dealing with the same bullshit in this industry. Like, are you gonna pay us our royalties? Are you gonna treat us with some respect? Where the fuck is the water? Where's the umbrella person? The sun is burning me. I can't do all this shit at the same time. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Like, just to get this industry to a point where it respects artists in the same way the rest of the world uh, respects their artists. Mm-hmm. That was a mouthful. I'm sorry.
0: No, we're all about those. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was, it was, it was, it was quite point-filled. So bullets came where they needed. Shots. Okay. okay fired. Okay. Appreciated shots. Thank you. <laughs> you. Happy right now? What makes me happy right now? Yeah. I told you what be making me happy, girl. Girl, I'll air. tell you what I'll makes air. me happy. Then you can share yours after I share mine.
1: Ah, okay, girl. <laughs>
0: yeah love makes me happy love is what i live for love is god god is love yeah all types of love yes all types of love the love of my partner and my 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 the love of my life my soulmate makes me very happy
1: so this is it
0: babe this is the one this is the one. this is the one.
1: i truly hope and pray that you look so happy thank
0: you Thank you.
1: I appreciate. You look so happy. You're killing us. The content is, is hurting some of us. <laughs> um, but I'm fine now. Initially, you your content up. was giving me chest pains. <laughs> I was like, I was like, God, why only her? I'm happy for her, but why only her? What type of deal did you strike with her that she can get what she deserves, and the Do rest you- of us are not? Do you know what it is? I
0: had to. I had to. Un- I had to look inside myself face my demons and then i was able to to receive god already has it all written down and he's just watching you make your mistakes and learn from them and then face your demons and release and receive it happens in that order
1: how do, how did you manage as women we sabotage relationships sometimes mm. based on previous actions of previous people mm. and so i think like i've definitely sabotaged relationships like leave him first or whatever or offer to leave first before he breaks up with you because of the trauma, you know, <laughs> of previous relationships. And I, I realized, oh my gosh, I'm actually, I'm sabotaging this relationship because I just want to come out the winner. So I recreate every scenario. And if I, if any scenario kind of rings a bell, I sabotage the, the opportunity for this person to come out the winner, and I'm not allowing myself to be fully vulnerable because I don't want to end up the loser. And so, like, anyway, so I had to work through that, and um, I had a really, really bad uh, heartbreak. I told you, and I didn't tell you about the heartbreak, but I told you, didn't you tell about, me about the heartbreak, but the you thing. told
0: me when you met him. And how perfectly yeah, yeah, yeah. perfect he seemed. I don't know
1: what happened. Oh, everyone is perfect, specifically because of their imperfections, you know? No um, and that people are perfect for that moment. And I think we put too much pressure on people to, to do God's work in us. You know what I'm saying? Oh. So I, 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 I really don't like the, the pressure men are put under sometimes. Um, and I really feel like a woman's common sense leaves her so much because the illogic that comes with love is so intense that a woman can't see through the reality she wants um, to find the beauty that really is in a man sometimes because we are so desperate to see what we want to see. Do you know what I'm saying? And want to make him see as well. So for me, that everything that happened about every relationship I've been has been... Has been perfect for how it's built my character and how it's taught me everything I needed to know for the relationship I'm going to be in next or slash I am in now, you know, whatever. Oh, she's in a relationship. Maybe, maybe not. (laughs) You know what it is. Okay, stop it. But but, um, I think for me, what I have learned about relationships thus far is... Let's let's assume I'm in a relationship. What I've learned from this relationship is, in the past, I also threatened to leave. So I've, it, it's helped me cut me cut myself some slack. Like, you know, you you threatened to leave because you clearly didn't feel like that person was going to stay. Anyway, mm. do you know what I mean? There mm. was a reason I felt insecure enough to threaten to leave, because also the relationship I'm in now, I'm not afraid he's going to threaten to leave. So I haven't threatened to leave either. Because I thought, why haven't I done that now? Because I'm extremely secure mm. in this moment. Mm. And for me, a man, you know, when David goes, assurance, I didn't really take that song seriously until I was in a situation that had multitudes of assurance where I knew for sure that I am safe here until I don't want to be in this or whatever it might be that would cause a problem. But I think men underestimate the value of assuring a woman. And sometimes women force the assurance or find it where it isn't because we're so desperate to feel secure in relationship. And once I learned to let go of that desperation for control or safety, love is not a safe place. Why do we try and make it a safe place? But it also is a very safe place when it's real true love, when it gets to that place. When it's not buried, it's fun to say we love each other, blah, 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 but love means I feel secure and safe at my most vulnerable. So if you're saying I love you to someone, but you threaten to leave each other every other week, that means no one feels safe in that space. Someone doesn't feel safe in that space. So they always kind of prune their wings, prune, was it prune, 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 prune themselves and get their wings ready to fly at a moment's notice so that they don't get hurt. Whereas like love, love is flying together and feeling safe. Love is landing together in once and feeling safe. And for me, that's been a very important takeaway. Um, and what I've learned from previous relationships. So I've been badly hurt, but I allowed the pain to leave me with a lesson. I think we allow pain to hurt us more than it heals us sometimes because pain has a lot to teach us and we underestimate that. And, um, yeah, I've learned the value of assurance, and I've learned that sometimes women we look so much. I look at Vanessa's relationship and think, I want a beautiful black man, right? Mm. Then, but God doesn't have a beautiful black man for me. He has a different type of man for me. Mm. But because I've I've my standard now is now Vanessa's relationship or mm. Gabrielle Union and Dwayne Wade's relationship, mm. I'm unable to receive or see my blessing in how in its greatest glory because I am aiming for something that isn't for me instead of mm. waiting for the, God, for the gift God has for me. Mm. So women sometimes need to forget about what they want and look for what they really need or pay attention to what they need in a relationship mm. because that for me has been my, the mark of womanhood in my life. When I, when I started knowing the difference between what I think I want and what I actually deserve. Yes. and know the difference and make the decision that is healthiest for that. Mm. And this is how I know I've grown up in life That's- anyway and relationships.
0: Girl, you said it all. You said it all. You said it all. Drops mic. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, you answered my question. I said, what's making you happy? You know, the answer to that is you are making you happy
1: right now. A hundred percent. Making, the right, making, making yeah. the right choices for myself.
0: For making the right choices. You said something about self-sabotage and I was listening and I was so happy that I could not relate. As I listened to I, you speak So I'm so
1: jealous. I could jealous. not
0: relate. Not one bit because I, there's, there's no either or. There's just this. There's wow. the security in this, the confidence in this, the peace in this, the joy in this. And that's something that comes just so naturally. But the vulnerability, love is a scary place and it's vulnerable. And it's like it will have you, you know, making the love decisions.
1: is like being comfortable in the silence and the darkness to feel even in, when it's dark and it's quiet. Yes. you yes. Still feel safe. -hmm. And like, okay, fine. My man right now be like, Tell him, girl. Fine. Fine. (laughs) Fine. (laughs) Fine. Whatever. Fine. He'll be like, I want you to have no doubt in your mind Mm -hmm. of how what I'm thinking, what I'm feeling. Like sometimes I'll be like, okay, you're serving me like a serious cheese factory here. Like, (laughs) you need to stop. Like, no, this, that, I love you. And I'm just like, oh my God, like this is a this is a great thing. And and it's so... Have you ever been in a relationship where you are 100% yourself and the person is fine with it? Yep, that's me. That's me. Like, 100%. Babe, I cha- she takes I off gave up that. on this... <laughs> I, <laughs> I gave up on this love thing that I walked into this on like... The, like the, think of the worst possible version of who I am. And that's what I gave. And this person was like love it you know why because it was honest there was no facade
0: there were no layers there was just not you weren't trying to be what people
1: see on your best day on Instagram the worst version. I think if you imagine meeting someone for the first time to hang out and you are sick 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 and they have to look after right (laughs) and yet you are still like the most beautiful prize to them, you know, and that feeling like is important. And I've just, I just know the difference now. And I hope, I hope for every woman, they, they find someone who makes them appreciate why everything else didn't work out.
0: Amen. Mm. (laughs) You just spoke that truth. (laughs) You just spoke that truth. I'm seeing you light up right now, guys. I know you can't see Pearl from where you are because this is an audio platform. But from then shut
1: up. So I'm telling okay. people what I look like. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. She is, she
0: is turning a few shades, a few shades redder, and you know I'm light yeah.
1: skinned, so I'm coming through with the <laughs> different colors every night yes, again. Yes, you are.
0: We are. We are seeing it all. And uh, you know what, Pearl? I wanna. I wanna. You know what I wanna see? I was gonna. Oh, I had a. I had one more question for you because I think that this is a beautiful thing that you do so well as a young woman who is also an, an incredible entertainer, who is also somebody who look who people look up to. You embody motherhood so effortlessly, sister.
1: Really, girl. I still haven't fed those people right now. <laughs> <laughs> I need to go feed. What them. time is it? <laughs> yeah, I'm just hanging on, girl. I'm just like. You know, that's the journey of life is like when everything is messy. And I have this thing where I've got my own hair care range. Yes. Uh... So like, if you look here, like the little logo right there. Okay. Well, you can see, but everybody Google my products. you will see what I mean. But right under my name. So under there, it just says Black Pearl by Pearl 2C. Then it says own it. And initially that thing started off because people thought I was going to be an ambassador for the brand. They didn't realize like I co-own this brand. Right. Right. And I'm part of like the entire vision. It wasn't like I was called last minute and then asked, which is also fine. I'm just saying that I wanted people to know that I own this. And I think I put the slogan there own it because I, I, initially I wanted people to know that, but I also wanted black women to know and own who they are and how they look. And own the hair strand they have on their scalp without trying to make it look like pearls or make it look like Vanessa's or anyone else's. Own who you are. Own this moment. And the thing with motherhood, I made it back. Mm-hmm. The thing with mother, motherhood and, and owning it, you need to own every aspect, every compartment of your life wholly. Because for me, the importance of that means that you are balancing things. You're taking the good and the bad and you're owning them for a complete experience that you share. And when you are being authentic and genuine and real and true to people, even if you are a mess, it looks like a beautiful mess. And I think for me with motherhood, there's a lot that I'm not doing the way that I hope or wish to, to do things. But I own my fuck-ups so that I can learn the lessons I need to learn from them. So when we say own it, not just the boss, babe, I'm killing this shit, bitch. Like not just that, own the girl who's also vulnerable. Own the parts of you that are not easy to own because those are super endearing when you share them to the world to say, you know, I'm struggling or I'm broken too. What do these pieces mean? Help me put them back together. And I think people really underestimate the value of imperfection and how whole and perfect it makes you as a human. And I think for me, it looks becoming because I allow it to live through me in, in every way that it does. So thank you for that compliment. It really means a lot to me because you know, as a mom, you're just never sure what you're doing right and what you're doing wrong. You're just going with it because kids are different. you know. And what's really crazy, and I'm going to be completely honest with you, I don't, I've, I've never really said this, Vanessa, wow, I'm not talking to you again. Um, <laughs> there's something about struggling to connect with a child at, when you meet them, at a, at, even however small, at a later stage. Um, it's, it's not easy, but it's also really special because you can feel the gains. And usually for me, it's been me. It has not, not been my, my daughter herself. Like just the struggle to meet and understand and catch up with or turn back my expectation of what what her logic is with the things that she does, you know because with when you start from zero with someone, you're able to understand why at five years old, they will say something or make a specific lie, and at a stressful time as a parent, you can really do something that you regret or or act in a way that you're not proud of, but when you're able to, when you're able to own that, then you're able to rectify it and make better. And like, shout out to all the moms who've been adopting and, you know, taking foster kids and do a great job because this shit is tough, man. And I don't know, I don't know if I'm doing okay, but they're still alive. So clearly I'm not doing that badly. <laughs> so <laughs> and they seem to put a smile every now and again on their faces. And yo man, I'm trying. And to every mom out there, like, you know, the best you've got right now is the best you've got, and don't like pull yourself down because Pearl looks like a great mom because she can do one, two, three, four, five. There is a reason, and there is an important reason for you to understand that your child is with you for a reason. Because if their story starts the way the same way Tando's story does, it's the ending, the character they're supposed to build, or whatever it might be. Mm. If you think you're having it harder, that is part of your child's story. That is a gift you're giving it to them so that they can say one day, I came from here, now I'm there. Started from the bottom, now I'm here. Wherever it is that they start, that is a start that God gave them so they can measure the distance they made between life and death for them. And you need to honor and respect that and just do the best that you can and they'll figure out the rest later. Children didn't come here for us, they came here through us for their own journey and destiny Um, and God's plan. So we need to stop also putting all that like pressure on ourselves, do the best we can and raise children that we're going to be proud of. As I call children, like our slingshots into the future. So, yeah.
0: Amen. That's a good analogy for kids. I like that. I'm going to use that. Yeah.
1: That's a legacy. It's like you're throwing a piece of yourself in the future. Yeah. Like you've got to aim high, shoot low and do the best that you can and then release it and let it fly, and then they take on from there. It's, it's mm-hmm. a really hard thing to do, but I figured it out a while back. I was like, ah, in 16 years, this person is going to leave me and yeah. go live her own life. Let me make sure I've got something to live for after she's left.
0: Word. What's next for Pearl? Do we have a new MAC product coming out? Do we have a new line of Black Pearl? Pearl.
1: What's going on? So is going to tell you that Pearl believes the game is to be sold, not told. I got that from CZ Lomo. <laughs> Yo, man, announcing your moves, man. I feel like I treat my next move like a seed. Like you put the seed in the soil and you cover it. And you okay. hope for the best. Mm-hmm. And you put the water there and make sure that it'll get enough sun or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, but I got, I got some shit happening, coming, but I'm letting God work on that seed in the soil. I've planted it. I've given I've handed it over to him. You know, my next move is like my pot. When I'm cooking, you close the lid when you want things to cook well. Yes. You ma'am. don't force the the scent on air. You know what I mean? Like just it's okay to be in the darkness about what's coming next. However, uh my relationship with Mac has been really, really incredible. Um mm-hmm. yeah, there's the product. It's really exciting. Like, you know, to be the first woman to do this on 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 this continent and for the plans that we have in the future, I don't think anyone would have, would have done what I'm going to have done with them by then. Um, if, if all goes according to plan, but it's good. There's a very exciting journey ahead. Um, my hair care products, I've just put out a hair food. Um, they're all available at clicks. And if you order online at clicks, you can get the products. I think also outside of South Africa, which is, which is really, really great. Um, there's a movie I might or might not be shooting. So <laughs> cross fingers for me with that. And <laughs> um, you all the, a, the good Jesus juice you need. You know, right? With the Rona and everything, it's been, it, you know, no one knows what's going to happen next. You know, um, Queen Sono season two has already been announced. So I can talk about that. The script looks exciting. Um, still having a really great relationship with Netflix. And um, I'm looking forward to that. And there's, there's other plans that I have, but... Um, bit premature to share them so i'll just leave it there
0: we're proud of you mama i'm
1: proud of you too i'm really can i just say can i just say like your energy you are so consistent you like when i'm around you i don't feel like i need to say too much because you know there are some people where if you're perceptive you, you feel obliged to, co- to compliment them a lot so that they feel comfortable and, and valuable and loved and important or whatever. Um, and I do that a lot for people because I understand the value of it and that sometimes everyone needs that energy. But mm-hmm. with you, you have always seemed so self-sufficient. It's a relief to be around you because I feel like I can relax the, the time. Mm-hmm. That's what's memorable. You're so self-sufficient you seem comfortable in your skin. You don't try too hard. And you know, like for a people pleaser like me, it's a relief to be around people like you who, mm. who I can just who I can just chill with and not try I think that's why I'm in this industry to try and make people happy. And but with you, like you're so centered. You are so comfortable. You are so beautiful, and not just on the outside, but on the in the inside. Like I can feel your spirit, and it's it's really really beautiful. And I really appreciate you and what you've done for this continent. Um, and I know what you're gonna do even beyond is going to be incredible. And um, I think with women like you on this continent, if I died tomorrow, I'd still be excited to see what happens next.
0: Do you want to make me crack? <laughs>
1: yeah. No, no, thank you from the bottom of my heart.
0: Thank you, Pearl. Thank you. I appreciate that from a woman to another woman who obviously knows the the worst and the best of what it is to be a woman in this industry. I appreciate you. Thank you. God bless you. I, I honor and value that because I've been going through it and I've had to make several changes in my life to really assess where I want to be in the woman that I am. And so thank mm-hmm. you for, for acknowledging that. I appreciate you very much. And I hope that we can spread that, that energy and that love and that um, camaraderie and the, 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 the open, not flattery, but appreciation that a lot of people are afraid to do and afraid to give that we can push it forward and give it into the energy and the generations to come. So thank you for that. I appreciate that so much, Pearl. Thank you. I
1: can't think of anyone better who could be doing podcasts and what (laughs) you're doing right now. It's really awesome. Thank you, girl.
0: Thank you. (laughs) And lastly, I I think
1: because now I feel, no, you're killing it right now. I mean, I host a show similar to this. Um, Oh yeah. Behind the Stories coming back, everybody. Yes. (laughs) Behind the the Stories coming back on
0: MTV. (laughs)
1: yeah soon. We're just trying to figure out how to do it because I don't want to risk my kids' lives, and you know this is an option for the show we're mm-hmm. trying to we, we're trying to figure that out with Sally you know Sally so mm-hmm. um we'll we'll see what happens next, but um, I feel kind of I can say this now, but to everyone who has lost someone they love in this during this time, um I'm really, really sorry and um A lot of people have lost because of COVID-19 and related or completely unrelated like myself. But right now is a time of, it's like a purge on earth by mother nature. And it's what happens to every species on this planet where when there's too much, you know, mother nature is still in charge. And I think we don't have enough respect for her as a collective Um, with how we treat the planet. And I'm not saying we deserve this, but I'm saying we shouldn't be surprised that mother nature has reacted the way that she has reacted. And it's sad, but there's a bigger picture. And as a human race, we're going to make it through this. Um, But whatever you're feeling right now, all the pain and all the sadness, um, God is watching. Nothing is, is a mistake. Um, It's, It's not fun. It's not also healthy to to lay and bask in the darkness because you'll only get colder. So try and find people around you who will warm you. Suicide rates are super high um, because of the lockdowns and the lack of support for people who are mentally ill. Be kind to the next person. Be loving because you do not know what someone is going through, especially right now. So if people can just practice kindness and love and positive energy, um, more importantly to themselves, so that other people can reflect it from them, it's going to be a really incredible time. Um, I heard that this year was also the year of rebirth or last year. And if you've ever given birth, you'll know that birth is not fun, giving birth anyway. So this time is... It, it's a time of renewal for us. So please be renewed. Use this time so that when we get out of this time, you have a head start and just share kindness and love in every possible way you can because you don't know if tomorrow's promised.
0: That's right. And in those Final words from Pearl. I think we have a show. You have yeah. been incredible. You have been incredible. Thank you. It's been so Thank amazing to, to sit with you and to speak to you. And I'm again, I, I'm sending you so much love and and I know that there's there's a, a lot of mourning that you're still going through and grieving mm. that you're still going through. So I thank you for sharing this platform with us and, you know, speaking to us and spending time with us. And I know that there's somebody out there who needs to hear you right now, who mm. wants to feel you right now, and they're going to feel that. And that's healing. And thank you for using this space for healing. There's so much beauty behind the fear, Rose says all the time. There's so much beauty behind the fear and the pain. So thank you. Um, How do we keep up with you?
1: (laughs) (laughs) At Pearl TC everywhere. Um, And uh, keep up with me by praying for me, actually. Please pray for me. Yeah. Amen. Because then you're pushing me forward. Prayer is very powerful. It's more important than anybody here following me on Instagram or Twitter or whatever. Uh, But if you would like to put me in your prayers, please, uh, whoever you pray to, I don't have a problem please just add me in there. Just like, you know, shout out to that girl Pearl to see. you know, <laughs> protect her, her and her family and her children, whether it's Allah, it's Krishna, whether it's whomever, I, you know, much respect to everyone's deity. If you pray to Jesus, I've already committed myself, but if someone else wants to commit me, I don't mind that. Thank you very much. We love it. Yeah, my prayers Pearl to see. Thank you. That was an absolutely
0: incredible time with you.
1: Oh, I love you, girl. Love Come you. Come back. God bless you. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Did you love it? Please subscribe and write a review. Or tell your friend about the show. Find me on Instagram and Twitter and Facebook at Vanessa Day. Thank you to my producer Amanda Rosenberg and the team at Jam Street Media. We're having such an amazing time and look forward to coming back next week.
1: on Jam Street Media.